This is your city. This is your city wants to know. We want to know the background, the heartbeat of what makes up our beautiful cities. We dig into the backstories from the struggles to the successes of our local entrepreneurs, small business owners, artists, not-for-profit organizations, and the many, many people who make up the intricate tapestry of our communities. Real people, real stories, by you and for you. But wait, that's not it. I love giving my opinion. Just ask anyone who knows me. We can't get enough of the honest, gritty feedback of places that we spend our hard-earned money. I'll give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of the places I eat, sleep, and visit. Disclaimer, my opinion, my opinion only. All right, so come on, let's get to it. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to This Is Your City. As always, I am Kim, your host, and I have said over and over again that I have the best guests, and that is absolutely true. And I'm not negating any of my amazing guests. I have to tell you tonight, I am more excited than I have ever been on This Is Your City. And I want to tell you why. I reached out a little bit ago asking for some young heroes, young people who make a difference in their community, who go above and beyond what they need to do. And boy, was I ever blessed tonight. I have a treat for you. I have two amazing, in my opinion, and I'm sure in yours as well, two heroes here tonight. One young lady who I'm sure is going to inspire all of you and an amazing man, an amazing man with an amazing dream, amazing visions, Dr. Ram and Edie Abbott. Now, let me tell you, when I say hero, you're going to hear why. But I'm going to I'm going to introduce Dr. Ram first. I'm just going to get you to know who he is and then we're going to get to the real star of the show. All right. So, Dr. Ram Edie, thank you both for being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. It's quite a different time schedule right now because you both are in the UK. So, thank you for being here. Thank you. I am completely humbled and so so happy that you agreed to share your stories with us. Thank you. So thank you so much, Kim. Let's get started. Dr. Ram, I'm gonna start with you right off the bat. I mean, there's so much to cover here today, so I don't wanna I don't want to talk too fast, but I want to get it all in. I'm just gonna give a little bit of who you are and then we'll we'll go into that. So Dr. Ram, you're a consultant with um, congenital cardiac surgeon at Alder Hay Children's Hospital and Liverpool Heart and Chest hospital. Is that correct? Did I get that right? That's correct. Kim. And you have over 12 years experience in congenital cardiac surgery, That's 22 correct. years of experience in cardiothoracic. Oh my gosh. Did I say that right? Surgery. Cardiothoracic surgery. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I feel it very important to mention those professional interests that you have. And, and for that reason, because I also want to talk about your, your life passion, but some of your professional interests are you have neonatal, complex intracardiac and biventricle repairs, pectus and chest wall reconstructive surgery, 
and humanitarian surgery. I just, I just feel so humbled even just to be in front of you with those credentials. And they're a little bit intimidating, let me tell you. <laughs> but Dr. Ram, you have a life passion that really, I was just gonna say, it really touches my heart. You're a heart surgeon. And that is called Healing Little Hearts. Healing Little Hearts. It's a charity that Dr. M, you've been a part of for more than a decade. And before we get to uh, Miss Edie here, can you can you just tell us a little bit about Healing Hearts and, and your role into it? Okay, Healing Little Hearts is a charity founded by a pediatric intensive care doctor called Dr. Sanjeev Nichani in UK. So the aim of the charity is that we pool people, volunteering doctors and nurses, and we fund them. We, we buy the flights for them so that we can transport them to areas of the world where there is no pediatric cardiac surgery exists or where there is very little done some of the doctors. So what we do is that from UK, we, we assemble up to 10 volunteers, doctors, nurses, doing surgeries, anesthetists, intensive care doctors. We pay the flights and then we transport to a center where there's no surgery at all or where there's a minimal surgery. And what we do in the camps, we call them as camps, is that typically we arrive on a Sunday, we screen a lot of patients, we select 10 to 15 patients, operate on Monday to Friday to get through these 10 to 15 children operated and we hand over to the local teams and fly back to UK on a Saturday. So each camp we would provide free surgeries to at least 10 to 15 children. That's the motto of the Healing Little Hearts. And not only providing operations, what we also concentrate is that we train the local team of doctors and nurses so that with time they can do these operations by themselves. Wow. That's incredible. And I know that's a really condensed version of what you do because there's so much more to it. There's so much more to healing little hearts. That's the condensed version. So thank you for that. The, the fact that you guys all, and you take your own time, you take your own leave, you do this on your own, like volunteer time basically. And you go to all of these impoverished countries. I know the, probably the most difficult thing, and I don't want to speak for you, but I'm assuming one of the most difficult things is finding out who qualifies because I, I don't want to get it wrong. So can you give me the stats, a quick breakdown of the stats of how many people suffer from heart disease, congenital heart disease? and um, Roughly one in a hundred children or babies are born with a significant congenital heart disease. Wow. And, and that is significant when you consider that uh, into uh, into population um, and, and and this one in hundred is constant so the more uh, a country has population and childbirth the more children are born with these congenital heart defects like Africa India China they have more babies born with congenital heart defects in, mm. in, in a country like United Kingdom we perform about six and a half thousand congenital operations per year for a small country for 65 million population. And if you consider a country like India, 130 million or 1.3 billion, 
and you can imagine the number of children who would require operations. But unfortunately, facilities do not exist in those countries, and that's where we step in and then we go and operate. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know you get thank yous a lot, and sometimes that seems such like such a small word, but there's not a lot of words for what you do, and just thank you from my heart for what you do. And, and your team, and your team, what you all do, because you can't do it without volunteers. Correct. Right, and so with that being said, talking about not being able to do it without volunteers, I really seriously just want to go straight to Miss Edie here, the star of the show, and I want to have an opportunity for her to, to talk to us and tell her, us her story. And to me, she is a hero. She does something that a lot of people her age, a lot of girls her age, children her age, they're just busy doing other things, busy with their friends, busy with school, whatever it is, they're, they're just busy. And so, Miss Edie, thank you so much for being here. So I want to just talk to you a little bit, just first about you. Can you tell us how old you are? I'm 10 years old. Um, and you go to school, of course. Are you doing online schooling like we are here in Canada? No. Oh, you're not. Did you ever have to during this COVID? Yeah, oh, we did gosh. twice. Did you like it? Not really. Not really. You missed your friends, I'm sure. That's what most people are saying. They just need to be with their friends. Are you doing well in school? I think so. You think so? <laughs> What's your favorite subject? Math or art or science. Math or science. Oh, I love science. I was never good at math. I think they both go hand in hand, so good for you. But Edie, I want to know, first of all, you're 10. You're what many people call a hero, and you're very humble. You've got a very humble spirit. You just take it in stride. You do what you do. So with Healing Little Hearts, first, tell me how you heard about Healing Little Hearts, because not a lot of young people pay attention to charities. How did you hear about healing little hearts? When my little when my, when my little cousin was sixteen days old, I think, um, he had to have open heart surgery by Doctor Ram, and I always knew the charity since then. But then, in in you in the UK. Um, for a short period of time, every Thursday night at eight o'clock for the NHS, we used to bang pots and pans for the NHS. And um, we seen that video on my mum's phone and um, Dr. Am liked it. And I, and I said to my mum, was, was, isn't Dr. Am the, the one who saved Audley's life? And she, she said, yeah. And then we went, we went, um, we went on to, in, no, she said, she said that um, they've got a charity called Healing Little Hearts. And we went on the charity and, and that day I decided that I wanted to run 10K for their charity. And like we set it up and everything. And um, for our first run, um, we ran to Morrison's and I'm going to stop you for one second Edie because I, I really want the people to understand what you're doing you said you wanted to run a 10k yeah okay so we're going to back up for a second your cousin was 16 days old 
tiny little baby. And Dr. Ram was the gentleman, the doctor who performed the surgery and saved your cousin's life. And something yes. inside of you was just eternally grateful. Something inside of you said, wow, isn't this the doctor that saved our cousin's life? You were watching something on your mom's phone, this charity. And you said, well, I want to be a part of this. I want to do something. And it was a run. Now, are you a runner to begin nope. with? And you wanted to do a 10K? Oh my goodness, good for you. <laughs> I'd be doing a 5K and I'd be heaving on the, like at the finish line, let, a, let alone a 10K. And you never did a run before that 10K? Nope. Wow. So did you have training? How much training did you have to do? Well, we we ran for we ran for about a month okay. in May, and we 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 just kept on running like five k in back, and I think about two runs before we planned to to do the ten k. We only have ran five k. Wow. And we we had to run double that. So then two runs before the actual big run, um, we decided to run seven k. And I could hardly do that. <laughs> and then we, 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 the, the last one that we did before the big run, we did another 7K. And we did the 7K and I, and I felt, oh, I can, I can do a little bit more. And then as, because we ran to the park, we, we were, I, then I ran around the park waiting for my dad to pick us back up because mm -hmm. and um and I think about I did seven and a half k or something and and then and then that was our very last one before we did the 10k so when you when you were doing the training like I see people athletes on tv because you're an athlete you know that right you did 10k you're an athlete so if you have those people on the sideline giving you glasses, like cups of water that you'd have to throw? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't really have a time to finish it. Or did you? Did you have a time to finish it? No, we didn't really oh. have a time to finish it. You just finished it when you finished it. So when you did the first 7K, I have to ask you because I'm just envisioning myself and my daughter next to me. Like I would be crawling over the finish line. Like when you did the first seven, were you like crawling and then just like slow motion, you know, like a cartoon over that finish line and then get on your roll on your back and go, somebody help me. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I, I was really struggling, but um, I didn't have to crawl all over the floor. <laughs> I'm just bugging you. I'm just bugging you because I would be the one crawling on the floor, on the ground, so. But that's awesome. And then, so the day came, the big day came, and healing little hearts. Did you have banners, Dr. Ram? Did, was, were you even, did you even know about this, Dr. Ram? Did you know this was happening? Yeah, I, see, I, I, I knew about it, and I was very impressed when I heard that she was just nine year old doing 10K. And as I said, even I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Run <laughs> I <see. laughs> and, and it was amazing the amount of practice she has done she must have done at least 30 miles for that, wasn't it? Um, I was aware that she was doing it and I was so impressed. That's wonderful. So Edie, did you guys have banners like Healing Little Hearts banners or was it 
you specifically were raising money for healing little hearts? Wait, I was Sorry. doing it with my mom. Okay. But I didn't have banners. Okay, so it wasn't specifically a healing little hearts 10K, but you were doing it for healing little hearts. Is that, am I getting that right? Yeah. Okay, 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 got it. Well, that's even more impressive. That's even more impressive to me. That's more impressive because it wasn't something organized and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go join it. This was something you decided on your own to go and do. That's incredible. Yeah. And so can I ask you how much money did you raise? 1,800, I think. That would be pounds, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to get it completely wrong, but that's probably... Well, it's over 2000 Canadian dollars. It's probably over 2000 American dollars too. That's incredible. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. And did your mom run for healing little hearts with you? Yeah. She, she ran all the five Ks and the 10 K with me. So she you had support. That's wonderful. So she was like, your little, come on, you can do it. Your cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome so you raised over two thousand that's amazing are you going to do it again I don't think I've run again no <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny you won't think you'll run again but I saw a little but but what what's going to be next I think I might do a like swimming oh. or or a cake sale. Mm, that's funny. It's kind of like the opposite, right? You're going to sell cakes and then you were doing something for heart health. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's amazing. And I know you. there's some other children um, in different parts of your area, different parts of the UK, who were also doing their own fundraising for healing little hearts. So Dr. Ram, how, I mean, Forgive me for always referencing the heart because you're a heart surgeon. <laughs> so, <laughs> that just warms my heart. How how are you feeling in all this when you when you find out all these young kids are are really just taking all of their time and their energy and they believe in what you're doing so greatly? It's um it's a heart touching even for a heart surgeon, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing and incredible, and uh, it's very impressive. And then. Uh, um, I feel so happy to see them and, and, and it is, I say inspiration rubs uh, both ways so yeah. that when I hear about ED or these kids and that motivates and inspires me to do more for the charity, I mean travel mm -hmm. more and then do more operations. So I, I, I feel it is an inspiration to me, people like ED and the other children. Definitely. And ED... What about, I don't know if you've ever thought of this yet or planned it, I'm sure you have, but what about you someday, maybe becoming a volunteer when you get a little older and going over and helping with whatever you can, whatever Dr. Ram and his team would be able to have you do. Is that something you would have a dream of doing? Yeah, actually my dream job would be a heart surgeon. Oh my gosh. You see, Dr. Ram? You see? Oh, that makes me well up. That makes me well up. I have a well-planned successor out there for me. Yes. Dr. Ram can be your mentor. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a beautiful story. That makes me really 
my heart really when my heart gets really welled up my eyes sort of somehow do this funny thing with water in them I don't understand it but <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing Edie and your dream is to be a heart surgeon and then even better than being not that you know even better than being an heart surgeon is being somebody as humble as Dr. Ram and his team they're not just a heart surgeon they're not just a doctor they're not just somebody who you know does what they do in the in the operating room they spend their time and their own resources and do this to save lives because of their passion and desire so Edie, I, I hope of all things is that as a human being no matter what you decide to do in life whether it be a doc, uh, a surgeon or you know a cake baker it doesn't matter i just i hope in life that your heart remains pure and humble for humanity just like it is right now and that you can be a mentor cuz i'm guessing in school you're kind of popular cuz you've been on a few interviews doing a few things and you know You've probably heard this before, Edie, but we're always being watched, no matter what. Somebody's always watching us and observing us. And so some other little child, smaller than you, younger than you, could be looking up to you saying, wow, I want to be like her someday. And so that's a big responsibility. Are you ready for that? It is very crazy to think about. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy to think about, isn't it? Like you're like, what? Really? But I'm telling you, and Dr. Ram, you could probably you can probably agree with this. Somebody is probably looking up to her and you know, planning to do something in their own little way because they admire you, Edie, and what you do. And that's priceless. Okay. So I do, I hope that you get to go with Dr. Ram someday or another crew and have your dreams come true. And Miss Edie, if you decide that you want to do something else and raise some more money and, you know, let's have you back on and maybe we can help and get it out there and, and help you raise some funds. You know, it never hurts anywhere in the world. We have things called PayPal now, so we can just like shoot you the money, right? When you're doing your fundraising. So, you know, whomever you want me directly, cause you'll have my, my email and website at the end of this and or Dr. Ram or anybody, if you need, if you do it again, let us know so that we can help. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Ram, what's next for you? What's next for Healing Little Hearts? Um, we're desperately waiting for the skies to open up for us. Okay. Yeah. The COVID has stopped our work for over a year now. Um, but during this time, we have been in touch with other centers to open up new centers for us to go and operate and train. And uh, we worked uh, very well with Nicaragua, hmm, okay. America, South America. We haven't been yeah. there before. So, and then we've already planned camps in Namibia, Jordan, and India. So as soon as the COVID restrictions uh, end and the traveling is permitted and it's easy, we're, we're ready to go. Um, and our long-term plan is not just to go and operate and provide free surgeries. We want to train the local people so that they will be self-sufficient in performing these operations with our support. Mm -hmm. So the doctors over there, you're training. Correct, yeah. What's the, like, why do you think over that there's more 
cases over there? Is it because of the healthcare system? Like, why is there more children over there in over there in the world of, of more impoverished countries? Because why did why are they born with more more defects? Yeah. There, there are two things. One is there are more children born and more necessity because they do not have the surgeons, hospitals, or facilities, or the care provided. Like in Western countries, in, in UK and Canada, I'm sure, everything is taken care of by the government. And, and in American and European countries, they either have health insurance or some other means so that children born when they need it get these operations. Right. And the difference in Africa, Asia, and South America is that most of these people are poor. Um, and uh, in government hospitals, these facilities do not exist because the GDP expenditure by these governments on healthcare is very, very less when right. compared with other countries. Um, and, and, and for that reason, and then there are a few private hospitals, but they are very expensive. And it's not unusual for us uh, to see these children dying when they can be saved with a simple operation. When I say simple, it is, it is a risky, complex operation, but for us, there are volunteers and surgeons when we can do it, why do we let the people die, children die when we can do it? And that, that's what inspires us to go to these places. And the more population countries have, like China and India, the more children are born with, uh, right. with congenital heart defects. And, and the healthcare system in India um, is not well developed in the government sector. And in the private sector, uh, it's very expensive. And, and India has more people living in India than anywhere else in the world. Right. I don't know what it what I, actually yesterday for some strange reason I my we were given a, a lesson on people in the world it was like eight one point eight billion maybe is that or is that China anyway it doesn't matter there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's one point three five billion India and one point five billion China. So right. yeah, every one and two person in the world is either Chinese or Indian. <laughs> That's an interesting fact. Yeah, so you and I, Edie, we're the outside of that 1.2% people. <laughs> well, that's amazing. And I know, Dr. Ram, you guys have a, um, what is it, HLH TV? Correct. So how do people how do people go on there and, and hear you and see what, what's happening? Um, the, the charity is, uh, we have various volunteers doing various jobs for the charity. I mean, as medics, we go on these camps and also we help in fundraising, etc. Mm -hmm. And we have volunteers uh, helping to deal with our social media and organization. So Healing Little Hearts is, uh, is visible and present in all social media across LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And also we recently started with uh, HLH TV, which is available on YouTube. So anybody interested can find us anywhere. And also we have a website, well-developed website. And we'll have that all, all of that information at the end um, of the show. We'll have it all visible where they can get a hold of you, how they can, they can support you, how they can help. Um, any of those need those things there. And again, we could, we could have a three-part series going on what you do and what healing hearts healing little hearts does and and amazing people like little miss edie who is just you know on her way to being the most ex extraordinary woman because she's a very extraordinary young woman right now young lady and edie i just want to say continue being selfless 
continue being who you are, your amazing self, and just keep being, just keep being you. You know what I mean? So much pressure out there. There's so much noise in the world that pulls you this way and pulls you that way. Keep that pure heart. And you know what? It's not all about us. It's never, ever about us. And when we make it about us, that's when the problem starts. So continue to have mentors like Dr. Ram. Always put other people above yourself so that we can help humanity. Because if we don't, who will? Who will? Right? So we need people like you, Edie. You're needed in the world. Anytime you're feeling down, you know, you know, life is teenage years. You know, Dr. Ram, we were there at one time, a teenager. Things are crazy. Just remember how awesome you are. Just remember what you've done and what you're going to do. And I hope that just, you know, cascades you off into an amazing place in life. Thank you guys. Thank you so much, Dr. Ram. I cannot say thank you enough for what you do. And I want to, you know, I might reach out to you in the future to see if we could do something else and talk about healing hearts and, and what you do and opportunities for people to volunteer, not just financially, but what, whatever it is, because I'm sure there's other things you need. You need social media volunteers. You need a lot of things and people, um, people really are out there and want to help and want a better humanity. The world's a mess right now, but we have people like you and we have people like Edie and that makes, that brings back knowing that, you know, it, it, we're still good. Humanity is still good. So thank you so much. If there's anything you need, reach out to me, please. Thank you both. Thank you, Edie. Keep it up. I'm so proud of you. I don't even, you know, we're across the world from each other over the ocean and I'm, my heart wells for you. So keep it up. Thank you. And for my listeners, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in again. Please continue to watch past the music of this video so that you can see how you can help Dr. Ram. There's ways that you can help, if not you, someone else that you can reach out to and say, hey, watch this so that we can go and contact Dr. Ram and his crew. So thank you again. Stay tuned for more. Stay safe. Stay blessed.